our desire is to bring nothing but the Word, the Word of God that transforms our lives. You can't have a testimony if you haven't had a test. When you have the new nature of God inside of you, really your worship reflects that. If you fail, don't let it be final, because it's not fail. Hey friends around the world, uh, thanks for joining us once again here at Kingdom Insight. This is your doc, Dr. Kazumba Charles. We love one thing, the Word of God, nothing else. And uh, today is no different as you join us around the world. Uh, it's an honor and a privilege for us to share the Word of God with you wherever you are watching. We are so thankful to God to giving us the platform to come into your homes, to come wherever you are to share the Word of God. On this program today, I have my special guest, uh, Evangelist Irina, and we will be sharing on a very, very important topic. But before I introduce her, let me read uh, the scripture that we'll be looking at. We go to John chapter uh, 15, verse 19. Uh, the world would love you as one of its own if you belong to it. But you are no longer part of the world. I chose you to come out of the world so it hurts you. Basically, what we're talking about today is in the world, but not of the world. Mom, my mother, Evangelist Irina, welcome back to this program. Thank you, Dr. Charles. As always, it's an honor and a privilege to be here. And thank you to all the people who have turned in. You know, um, we just love God. And we want to bring as many people into the kingdom of God and to share the blessings that he's given to us, to share us those, those little nuggets of knowledge that have helped us grow and continue in our faith. And that's why we do this. We don't do it for any other reason than to love and to serve our God. Hallelujah. I love that because, uh, you know, it is what he has done that we share. And uh, he's been, he, he continues to do stuff with our lives Amazing. and we continue to share what he has done with our lives. Now, we're going to go straight to the word. I want you to just take over and uh, share with us in the world, not of the world. Well, first of all, I want to tell you this amazing thing that the Lord told me. You want to evangelize the world? You want to do it on the devil's time and on his dime? Every time you get one of those annoying telemarketing phone calls, they call at all different times selling all different things. Pick up the phone instead of getting mad and angry. Pick up the phone and say, you've reached the Jesus prayer line. How can I help you? I've had one guy phone back three times because he couldn't believe. He says, no, I'm calling such and such a number. Well, you called me. This is the Jesus prayer line. How can I pray for you? <laughs> and I, I've had people, they're just stopping their tracks. And I just start praying for them. If I'm praying in tongues, if I'm praying in English, I have no idea. But that's how you evangelize the world. You do it in the little things. You trick the devil. Mm -hmm. It's cool. I don't get a lot of those phone calls anymore, but that's what we do. Right now, God, our Heavenly Father, is separating the wheat from the tares and the goats from the sheep. Mm -hmm. Right now, there's many people in the world who call themselves Christians. You know, they call themselves sons and daughters of the Most High God. They look and act like they are, mm -hmm. but they really aren't. 
but in their hearts and their minds, they don't serve the Lord Jesus Christ. There's a man that we know, and he has said he loves the Lord. He has great Bible knowledge. He has great teaching and everything. And the last time that we sat down with him, he, he sat across the table from us, and he said, God and Allah are the same. Well, no I'll, I'll tell you what, my husband, his hackles got up, and he looked like no a way. porcupine in full defense. <laughs> This man said that God and Allah are the same. And my husband said, no, no, it no. is not the same. Mm -hmm. And how that all started is that Abraham fathered a child with Hagar. Mm -hmm. It was the Egyptian servant mm -hmm. of Sarah. So Ishmael was born. And several years later, Sarah bore Isaac, which was the son of promise mm -hmm. in Genesis 17 and 18. And Sarah and Abraham, they sinned because they took things in their own hand because there was a time delay of Sarah having this child. Now remember, Sarah and Abraham both laughed at God mm -hmm. when God told them about what was happening. So maybe the delay of them getting pregnant is a direct result of them mocking God. Things go wrong when we try and follow our own instincts and not wait on the Lord. Many people have said that because both sons came from Abraham, it's the same God. They figure Ishmael came from the Muslim branch, Isaac from the Jewish branch, and the Gentiles and the heathens are the Christian branch. And they're saying it's all one tree, all one God. No. no. Allah and the Lord God Almighty are not the same. There are many gods. Yes. Buddha, Hare Krishna, uh, Shiva, Zeus, Thor. The list is endless, but there is only one God, and that is the Lord God Almighty, Yahweh, and His Son, Jesus. Amen. John 17, I have given them your word, and the word has, world has hated them. You are not of this world. We know that. Our, yes. our eyes are on heaven. We're in here. We're in the flesh, but we are not of this world. And there's a really popular belief going on right now. Uh, people like Oprah, Pope Francis, Brian Houston from Hillsong, T.D. Jakes, Joel Olstein, all of these people state that there are many paths to God and all religions worship one God. But we know in the word of God, John 14, 6, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life and no one comes to the Father except through me and we have to be really careful about who we're listening to who we're watching who we take advice and instruction from for the enemy hisses lies and deception at every turn it has to be from the Holy Bible and not from the mere mouth of man and you always have to check back in to God's Word is what they're saying is actually true the biggest Christian denomination in the world stated that when our brothers and sisters from another galaxy show up, if these space aliens want to be baptized into the faith, the Pope's going to do that. No extraterrestrial should be denied the right of baptism. How can that be? We're made in the image and the likeness of God. Space aliens don't count. I, I can't, I just... That to me is just unfathomable. Second mm -hmm. John 1, 7. For many deceivers have gone out into the world, refusing to confess the coming of Jesus Christ in the flesh. 
Any such person is the deceiver and the antichrist. Watch yourselves so that you do not lose what we have worked for, that you may be fully rewarded. Anyone who runs ahead without remaining in the teachings of Christ does not have God. Whoever remains in his teaching has both the Son and the Father. If anyone comes to you that does not bring this teaching, do not receive him into your home and don't even greet him. Whoever greets this person shares in their evil deeds. And that's a really strong warning, Very Dr. Strong, Charles. Yes. You have to know what the Bible says so that you can discern mm -hmm. the things of the end times. Mm -hmm. Now, I had a dream um, years ago about what was happening in the world now. And it was a picture a storm coming, and it's coming in from the west. And the skies are absolutely pitch, pitch black. But in the very bottom corner, I'm looking towards this, and there's a little pinhole of light. And you know what the, the, the skies feel like, the atmosphere feels like before a storm? There's this heaviness. There's this darkness. Mm -hmm. But it's really still. Even the birds aren't chirping. And, and I kept looking, and this light kept getting better, bigger. And the people around them, I was saying, you guys, you have to focus on Jesus. It has to be on Jesus or it has nobody at all. And they're going, no. And all of a sudden, these little lights, these little fairies, these little blurbs of light were showing. And people were chasing after all these different things. And I'm tugging at the people saying, you guys, you, we have to focus on Jesus. Amen. Take your eyes off of this stuff and mm -hmm. focus on, on Jesus. Jesus. And I'm trying to tell as many people as possible, and nobody is listening, and I'm getting mm. frustrated, mm. and I'm just pleading with the Lord, Lord, mm. like open their eyes and their understandings that mm. they can understand. And there's very, very few people that are listening. And that spot is getting mm. bigger, and it's getting brighter, mm. and all of a sudden, boom, the sky mm. splits, and there is Jesus Christ in his glory. And everybody else is off wandering, chasing other things. And they missed one of the biggest things in, the wor in, in time, which is going to be the rapture of the yeah. churches, Jesus Christ. And it's only going to, it says in God's word, mm -hmm. it will only happen to you according to your faith. Mm -hmm. If you don't have faith to believe it, it's not going to happen. Now, in 1 Thessalonians, mm -hmm. There is the word in there, harpazo, which is the plucking away. Now, you have children. If you have a child and you know that child is heading towards danger, what do you do? You call out to them. You warn them. You call their name. That's what God is doing right now. He's calling to us. He's whispering us, and the shouts are getting louder. And there's people. He's rising up people like you and me saying, you guys, you've got to pay attention here. You've taken your focus off of Christ, and you've put it on the things of this world. Now, that, world harp, that word harpazo is the plucking or the snatching away. And First Thessalonians has that word in it that the Lord God will actually pluck his children out of harm's way. And I believe in my heart that is what the rapture is because we are not appointed under wrath. We are not going through everything that the unbelievers and the sinners have to go through because God is not going to beat up his bride before he takes us into glory. Now, there's going to be a difference of opinion on that, but you study it. You search it out. That's why we have to be separate from the world. I want to go up. I don't want to have to go through that time of tribulation. We are walking 
working out our faith now by mm -hmm. fear and trembling and we're focusing on Christ and there's so many things out there to take our our focus off oh, of God Jesus absolutely yes. mm -hmm. and it's a struggle yeah. you know that even you and I have mm -hmm. sitting here talking it is a struggle the enemy will try everything in his hand to try and get your focus off of the Lord God and his son Jesus but you've got to stand firm mm -hmm. Amen. and you've got to be really careful about what you bring into your house mm -hmm. right now the current rage is these fairy gardens mm -hmm. so what is a fairy in the Webster's Dictionary, it is a tiny, graceful, imaginary being in human form with mag magical powers. We think they're harmless creatures. Mm -hmm. It's the no. same with elves and gnomes and dwarfs. Think Peter Pan and Tinkerbell. It's imagination. It's deception from the enemy. And we know that the enemy masquerades as a being of light. Yes. Now, there was a lady that we know, and she's been so excited about these fairy gardens. And she put everything together to get these fairy gardens together. But you know what? She was getting harassed. She was getting oppressed. She was just having a really hard time. And I said, okay. Take this fairy garden stuff, take it outside your home, and tell me what happens. The darkness lifted. That's true. That's you bring it into your home, mm -hmm. you allow the devil to come in mm -hmm. and start harassing you. Now, don't be friends with sin. Your home, your hearts, if someone uses the Lord's name around them, you tell them to be careful because that is the name that is going to either save them or judge them. And why don't people blaspheme the other gods? Baal, Allah. Why is it the Lord God and only Jesus that people cuss? But be bold, stand firm, speak out, and don't tolerate sin. There was a preacher that I knew, and he worked with children, and they were always crude and cussing. And I asked him, I said, man of God, why don't you correct these? And he said, no, you have to be friends with them first before no. you preach the no. word of God. I'm showing no. tolerance and patience no. and kindness and love. No, you are showing them you're a doormat mm -hmm. and you're allowing them to walk all over you and yes. desecrate the word of God. Say up front, I will not tolerate you walking over me. I will not tolerate that kind of crudeness in the workplace in front of me and my customers. You take it somewhere else. You have to be bold with Amen. that. You can't Amen. allow. Sin excuses itself. Mm -hmm. If people say, oh, if you worked as hard as I do, then you know I'm entitled to this little fun, to relax, to unwind. Mm -hmm. Sin justifies itself. And I don't mean to sound like a broken record mm -hmm. upon that, but we have to stand firm on the word of God. There's a mighty man of God that we know, and his name is called Clarence, who is so filled with the Holy Spirit and the Word of God, he meditates on it constantly. And it says, out of his belly shall throw livers of living water. Well, Clarence told me the other day, he said, the Holy Bible is our instruction manual. So why don't Christians use it? Why don't they use the Word of God? A cook follows the cookbook, the instructions to the letter of the law, precisely to make the prime rib, the cinnamon buns, the lemon meringue pie, everything turn out perfectly. So why don't Christians use the Word of God and use that as a filter? Proverbs 16.25, there is a way that seems right to a person, but its path leads to destruction and to death. Many people ask us, so what denomination are you? And we reply, we're the same denomination of Jesus Christ. There's no denomination, no church, no sect that has the corner market on Jesus. Amen. Amen. Only repentance, true repentance in God and fellowship with Jesus Christ can change your life. 
we've had a lot of family who have said the sinner's prayer, you know. Mm -hmm. Oh, and they take it as fire insurance that they tuck it in their pocket and they keep it for that rainy day and there has been absolutely no change in their thoughts, in their words, in their deeds or their actions. They say they're a Christian, they say they believe in the Lord, but the outward appearance is not there and I'll tell you what, it scares me because they're going through some really, really hard times right now and I'm saying you got to give up the things of this world. You just, you can't allow those things. Mm -hmm. And what are we to change and abstain from? We're to walk in holiness, yes. honesty, integrity, and purity in all that we do. Follow the Ten Commandments, Acts 15, 20, and Acts 21, 25. Both said that the di disciples said to the Gentile believers, abstain from meat offered to idols, from the consuming of blood, from sexual immorality and fornication, and from eating the meat of strangled animals. In those days, pagan worship often involved pra sexual practices such as temple prostitutes, orgies, animal and human sacrifice, and the drinking of that blood. Now, fornication is sexual relations between two people who are not married. 1 Thessalonians 4, for it is God's will that you should be holy. You must abstain from sexual immorality. But what is not explained is the curse that comes oh, from... Yeah. Intimacy, intimacy outside, outside. of marriage. Yes. It opens the doorway to the demonic. Mm -hmm. They come in and they harass you. Yes, people can have sex before marriage, but there's problems in their marriage, and those problems go on to their children mm -hmm. and to their grandchildren. Mm -hmm. Strict restraints must be put on the appetites and the senses of the body and on the thoughts, the inclinations of our will. Our own thoughts, ideas, lusts, and passions, and reasonings get us into a whole lot of trouble. Mm -hmm. And without Jesus, your life will be a mess. And I can tell you firsthand, it's not a good place to be. Your life will spiral downward over the years, and you'll be in a place that you never mm -hmm. wanted and you never dreamed of being. Ask any hooker or a promiscuous person if that's the life that they wanted. 99% mm -hmm. will say no. It's a life of hell, disappointment, and sorrow. But there is hope, yes. and that is in Jesus Christ. Amen. And so abstain. My husband Andy waited 13 years for me. After his last relationship, he said, that's it, I'm turning to God. He Amen. never dated, he never looked at pornography, he put all of his focus on God Amen. and on cars. Amen. <laughs> Amen. He Amen. did not want to pollute his relationship Amen. with God, and he set himself apart. Amen. He would spend hours reading his Bible, sometimes up until sunrise, Amen. and his, his shack would be just filled with the glory and the presence of God. He set himself apart apart. He had naked women walking into his house trying to entice him mm -hmm. to fornicate with them. He would stand up, wrap a blanket around them, take them out the Amen. door, lock it, and say, you need to go home because I'm not going there. Amen. And something else, Dr. Charles, mm -hmm. um, my husband and I, we were not intimate even mm -hmm. though we lived in the same house. Mm -hmm. My husband had cancer and we were going to get married. Um, so we bought the house in the fall. He slept in the basement, and I slept on the main floor. And we did not sleep together, and I did not see him naked until the, the day that we said, Hallelujah. I do. Amen. We became Amen. husband and wife. And that was a vow that he made to God, Amen. and he kept that promise, and God is blessing us for keeping that promise. Amen. We Amen. don't want strife or Amen. anger or anything in our home. Amen. 
So parents, if you have children who are living together, mm -hmm. do not allow them to come into your house and to fornicate because it opens the doorway the door to, to the, the devil. Yes. If the devil yes. comes scratching, don't open that door. And even if you've had a previous relationships and marriages, if you've been raped or molested, if you've been addicted to sex or pornography, God can renew your holiness Amen. and your purity. Amen. He can renew all things mm -hmm. if you have a repentant heart. And yes. that's the thing. Mm -hmm. You have to repent. to repent. You have to turn yes. from your wicked ways. You have to come out of the world mm -hmm. and stop doing the things the world weighs. Mm -hmm. And don't use sex as a weapon in marriage. Mm -hmm. It is something holy and pure Amen. and honest. Amen. And it will defile everything. Mm -hmm. Don't try spicing up your life, mm -hmm. your sex life, with 50 shades of gray. Mm -hmm. It's a trap and it's a snare for the enemy. Amen. Yes, what goes on behind the bedroom door mm -hmm. is between a husband and wife. Mm -hmm. But it has to be done in love and purity mm -hmm. and honesty and respect. Amen. First John 2.16, mm. for all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the boastful pride of life is not from God. Amen. It's from the world Amen. and it's from the devil. Galatians 5.16, now I say, walk by the Spirit of God and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. Mm -hmm. When I was walking in the world, I thought that sex was the number one thing for a happy relationship. I was wrong. Mm -hmm. It's just one component of many things that make a joyful marriage. Yes. But the biggest thing is having Jesus Christ in as the, the center and yes. the connecting point. Amen. When we said for better, for worse, in mm -hmm. sickness and in health, mm -hmm. till death do us part, we meant it. Mm -hmm. It's not till it's just inconvenient or no. unfulfilling or you don't make me happy mm -hmm. anymore. When we first started dating, I asked Andy, what's the most important thing in your life? And I was baiting him with that question. I was fully expecting him to say, well, dear, you are. Well, <laughs> I got a shock. He replied, Jesus. And now I know why. Because Jesus has to be the centerpiece of your life. When Christ who is in your life appears, then you will appear with him in glory. Put to death, therefore, the components of your earthly nature, mm -hmm. sexual immorality, impurity, lust, mm -hmm. sensuous passions, evil desires, and greed. That is idolatry. Because of these, the wrath of God is coming on the sons and the daughters of disobedience. And mm -hmm. I don't want us to be no. in that wrath. No. I want us to separate ourselves. Mm -hmm. And, and it's, it's not easy, mm -hmm. but it can be done. Yes. And, and I'm a walking example of that. You mm -hmm. are. Most of us are, have some kind of story, mm -hmm. some kind of... of Testimonies. Exactly. Yes. You can't have a testimony mm -hmm. if you haven't had a test. Mm -hmm. and, and that's why we go through these things. Amen. It's Amen. a choice. It's a choice. It's a choice. I know you're watching, you're seated there. You may have questions uh, asking yourself, I'm a Christian. And I find myself sometimes doing what the world is doing. The Bible says we are in this world, but not of this world. How can we live our lives in the, in the power and in the presence of God and not be defiled by the world we're living? Remember, we can't escape this world. This is where God has put us so that we can display his glory and his majestic power as the woman of God evangelized. Angelista Irina, she was sharing here. She was sharing, are we in the world or are we with God? Are we going to do things the wild way? 
or we're going to do things the God's way. I want to read to you First uh, John chapter 4, verse 5 here. I love this scripture. It says this, uh, But you belong to God, my, ch my dear children. You have already won a victory over those people because the spirit who lives in you is greater than the spirit who lives in the world. And he continues, Those people belong to this world. So they speak from the world's point of view or the world's viewpoint. Sometimes we got to stop and ask ourselves, am I speaking from the viewpoint of God? Am I speaking from the viewpoint of the Spirit of God? Or am I just going along like you've been sharing, going along with the world? Am I living my life to please the world? We got to be set apart. It's not easy. It's a process. That's what, what the woman of God was even sharing. It brings a testimony when we remember where we come from, what God has done. We are to be in this world, but not of this world. I want you to look into the camera to just pray. There are people right now watching saying, I want to, to let God be the only one that influences me. I don't want the world and all the idols and all these things things of the world influencing my life i just want to i just want you to look into that camera and pray for those people that are saying lord jesus help me live according to your word well heavenly father it says in your word where two or more are gathered together there you are in the midst yes, of us and it, there is no time and no distance with 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 god and lord i just ask right now for anyone who is reaching yes, out lord. who is crying out lord god answer them in a way convict their hearts prick their conscience break down the stonies of their heart lord and let your light Jesus. and your love and your freedom flow in we declare that they are free from the get the any addiction the grip yes, of the enemy in jesus name lord give them a repentant heart fill them with your holy spirit and let everyone who calls on the name of the lord jesus christ be saved make all things new lord make make people who are just tattered and weary and broken lord just refresh them with your holy spirit give them an anointing they are crying and seeking they don't even know you Lord yes, but Lord. just be present and real to them and allow them to declare that Jesus Christ Jesus. is my Lord and Savior and I Lord I ask that you give them mm. your Shalom yes, your Lord. peace yes, in Lord. Jesus name we pray and give thanks Amen. 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 I, I know you, you you there you watching you say I've never given my life to the Lord uh, you saying how can I live uh, differently to live according to God's will, God's word, and yet I don't know God. Well, here is your moment right now. I just want you to to pray with me and to pray uh, uh, this prayer after me. Say, dear Jesus, I surrender my life to you. Forgive my sins. Give me a new beginning. Change my life. I repent of my sins. Cleanse me. Wash me. Purify me. Give me a new beginning in Jesus' name. Amen. That is just a beginning of what God wants to do in your life to begin to lead you to live according to the Word of God. We are called to be set apart in this world so that we can demonstrate the character and the nature of God. I'm excited for you. 
because God is going to do wonders in your life as you surrender your life. And if you are sick, we declare healing. If you need restoration, we declare the restoration power of Jesus Christ. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. And thank you for watching Kingdom Insight. We shall see you again. Shalom. You have been watching Kingdom Insight with Dr. Kazumba Charles. My prayer and hope for you today is that you have grasped everything that you can from the speakers that have poured into your life today. I want to promote Dr. Kazumba Charles' new book. It's called Discovering the Power of God in You. He is an amazing man with an amazing spiritual insight into the power of God. I pray that you pick up this book and that it impacts your life. Thank you for watching.